0: Hello and welcome everyone to Sessions by The Herb Life. So it's February now, you've probably spent the whole month of January in New Year's resolution mode, like me. And maybe, like me, your dedication is starting to wane. So we thought this would be a great opportunity to have two cannabis fitness enthusiasts tell you all about how they train with cannabis. I mean, what better way to get you motivated than to add a dash of green into your smoothie? Now, this topic is actually one that is quite close to my heart, as it's how I first started working in the world of cannabis. I worked with Bethany Ray, the founder and CEO of Flower and Freedom, a cannabis company or movement, I should say, that looks at educating people about cannabis as part of an active lifestyle. And it was at Flower and Freedom that I learnt the phrase, have you heard about cannabis for fitness? Which was a great way to spark someone's attention and get a few raised eyebrows. One of the best things about working in cannabis is actually learning about how and why others started using cannabis. There's so much to this plant and it really has the ability to make changes in people's lives which is why I'm stoked that Lane Britnell, who is a strength coach, will be co-hosting today's show. Lane actually started using cannabis to treat the symptoms of Crohn's, and without it, he says that he wouldn't even be able to work out. But I'll let him tell you more about that in just a moment. Before we go any further, I would like to just take a quick moment to thank our brand collaborators, Hemper and Sonoma Seeds. Are you thinking of growing your own cannabis? Well, grow organically with Sonoma Seeds. You'll find the best cannabis strains from around the world at SonomaSeeds.com. Hemper, it's the best 420 subscription service and online head shop. Their experts hand pick 10 items every month to pack into your Hemper box, delivering $100 of value for only $29.99 right to your door. All boxes are shipped in plain packaging since Hemper values your privacy as much as their own. Visit Hemper.co for more info. As usual, I'd like to appeal to your great big heart and ask that you leave a review on whatever platform you are using to listen to our show. It makes a world of difference to us and it takes less than 60 seconds of your time. As a thank you, each episode we select two of our reviewers to get a free copy of the latest edition of the Herb Life print magazine, which is available for pre-order right now at theherblifestyle.com. You'll also go into the draw to win a Pax Vaporizer at the end of the season, plus some other goodies. So make sure you check us out online at theherblifestyle.com and follow us on whichever social channels we have in common. We're always putting out content to keep you up to speed on what's what and who's who in cannabis. So without further ado, Bethany and Lane.
1: Hi, guys, I'm Bethany Ray. I'm Lane Britnell, And uh, we're really excited to get into a cannabis and fitness conversation with you. Uh, we just vaped a little Jack Herrera in a vape pen to get comfortable, relaxed for this conversation. And yeah, Lane, cannabis and fitness. I mean, that's something that I've been talking about at Farm Freedom for a while now. Um, for me, cannabis and fitness is really. Uh, Cannabis for both my mental fitness and my physical fitness because I feel that the two are really intertwined. One of the primary reasons that I even exercise is for my mental health. Uh, And I feel like that's really one of the primary reasons that I consume cannabis for my mental health. But then secondary would be uh, consuming cannabis for pain and recovery and, and exercising to reduce pain in the body we get i feel like i have more aches and pains when i'm not exercising regularly Absolutely. so yeah has, is that going into this cannabis and fitness conversation i think we'll touch on both like cannabis for uh fitness physically but also cannabis for mental fitness do you do you, two, do you feel as well that the two are intertwined in your life
2: yeah absolutely for sure i um I hear you with uh, exercising for mental health. I, I definitely get depressed when I'm not exercising, and that's something that seems to just keep me going, and it's a, a huge part of um, a huge part of why I train is for mental health.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's really the same for me. If I, I don't exercise for a few days, uh, I can feel myself feeling a little bit low and a little bit down, um, and it's the exercise that picks me back up, and cannabis can help balance that, but trying not to lean on cannabis like a crutch more using it to like support as one of the one of the tools in my self-care toolkit uh but exercise being like almost the number one
2: yeah yeah for yeah. sure
1: so, I think one of the things we talk about cannabis and fitness and why I love having this conversation is to actually get into the products, the cannabis products that we consume in our routines, uh, how much we consume, uh, why we would consume a specific product, I think that's where uh, the conversation can get really interesting and where it's almost like a contemporary form of education, this conversation. So I'd I'd love to know, and I'm sure the audience would love to hear uh, a little bit about your fitness routine, like what your week looks like. I think the way that you and I exercise is probably really different and also how you would start to integrate cannabis into that
2: right for yeah.
1: sure you're a daily consumer i would expect. yeah yep
2: yeah. so um, i guess when it comes to cannabis consumption i am a, a medical user first i i started using cannabis after um getting very sick with crohn's disease i crohn's took me out of sport i used to be a uh, elite level uh, pole vaulter and wow. track and field athlete and um, it was after, after losing my health and trying to get back on the track, then as a medical cannabis user, I, I couldn't help but notice the overlap between um, the, the cannabis I was using for, for the nausea for my Crohn's disease. I, wasn't, I found myself not being nauseated, um, doing really hard running workouts and stuff like that, that I used to do as a track athlete. So... Um, I never did end up getting back to track and field, but, um, through my fitness journey of, of regaining my health and building my body back from Crohn's disease. Um, yeah, it was first using cannabis for, for, for Crohn's, but I couldn't help but notice the, the pain relief benefits, the nausea help, the help with appetite to recover from training. And there was a lot of overlap there. And now someone, as someone who works as a strength coach and who works with athletes and um, people trying to get in shape, I, I can see all of these benefits that cannabis has to offer us as whether we're athletes or weekend warriors or yogis or anyone who's looking to live a fit lifestyle.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think like the way we work out is quite different. So you you do some pretty, like you do some really intense Tight workouts to the point of wanting to throw up <laughs> well,
2: no I don't train I don't prefer to train that way um, that uh, <laughs> Bethany's referencing I, I made a post I did my uh, my uh, level two kettlebell snatch test this weekend so I was I was in Seattle um, I'm certified with strong first it's a strength training organization and for the kettlebell certification, we need to do 100 snatches in five minutes with a 50-pound kettlebell. Um, that's not how I enjoy training. <laughs> it's just something we have to do. Um, I, I actually didn't have any cannabis before that, and I, I think that would have helped a lot. But uh, generally, I like to keep it under five reps. I like to keep things—I I do like lifting as heavy as possible, but I'll do anywhere from— two usually two or three repetitions of something and then i'll i'll take a break for five minutes and then i'll go back at it so i i really like uh, heavy kettlebell presses i like doing deadlifts and squats and uh Within kettlebells, I'm I'm very much attracted to the the old time strongman stuff. Uh, if you ever seen those those old photos, of you know the guy in the leotard with the curly mustache <laughs> and doing that types of stuff. Um, I I get a kick out of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yep, uh, part of part of being a coach is having to practice what I preach, and, and I do have to hold a certain level of fitness. So uh, a couple times a year, I have to do that snatch test. <laughs>
1: Wow. so you say the main way you train would be strength. Yes. Um, and then do you do some yoga to help with stretching and recovery or do you feel um, like you're you it's probably no, I don't
2: have a formal yoga practice. I, I probably should. I I I love the benefits of yoga. I I have practiced it in the past and uh it's
1: hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the main ways that I exercise before we both get into like yeah. how, how we consume cannabis alongside uh, our fitness routine, I would say I, I run sem- semi regularly, so w- once or twice a week. I, uh, I feel like I'm an amateur runner. I feel like I run primarily for mental health. Nice. Uh, and then uh, I do a yoga but it's usually more of a yoga boot camp I actually do these hot yoga classes we're almost doing like a boot camp class in the hot yoga room it's it's pretty brutal Um, in the summer I'm out hiking mountain biking road biking or water sports so in the summer a lot of my fitness comes from outdoor sports so I feel like I'm a little bit more uh varied I do like to pick up some weights but more as part of these little classes or doing mm-hmm. a little session uh yeah and try and do some yoga for stretching because I, I am having some issues uh, with some chronic pain uh in in my hips and in my knees and my joints So I try and uh stretch it out a lot with yoga but again I feel like it could really improve the amount that I'm doing that and that mm-hmm. would actually o- overall imp- improve both my mental health and physical fitness uh, but yeah, getting into how we consume cannabis alongside that, I'm always like really curious about the strength training and how cannabis is really helping you as like a heavy lifter. Mm-hmm. How your cannabis maybe pre, post, enduring how or relates to actually help improve strength or speed recovery. Like, how, what's a, what is a typical day or workout look like for you what you're consuming i guess cannabis and food wise right but make me a bit more focused on the cannabis.
2: yeah yeah for sure um as far as pre-benefits i usually um, my, my favorite right now is well and still i've posted about this before is the ganja wise um high terpene sweet skunk resin so it's a live resin product it, it is a bho product uh, they do an amazing job of cleaning it up and when you open the jar, jar it just smells like a, a lemony pine yeah it's not
1: theirs. it's, so it's good.
2: fantastic yeah um i really like that it's very uplifting
1: so you're consuming that before you work out or as a recovery typically before, before. wow so yeah. before you go in and lift a or, or kettlebell yeah. yeah and this is just like in a fit, you're just in a studio and you're gonna do your own, you're following your own routine, your own training. Yeah, really interesting. because like, I think it's so interesting how people consume cannabis so differently. Because if you know, if I did that, it would be very, very different result. But for you, that works for you. What does mm-hmm. that do for you? Does that give you energy?
2: Right? Um, no, I, I wouldn't say. <sighs> Energy so much. it. W- my pre-choices for cannabis are usually things that, if I were sitting still, would make me quite anxious. Um, that right. one's an exception, I think, because of the high pinene. Um But um, other strains I've gone for, things like sour diesel. There's this golden gauge that I've grown before that are very racy. Very, um, They can even induce anxiety in mm-hmm. some people, including myself, if I, if I don't have a way to uh, diffuse it. Per se, or, or something to do with it.
1: So, would consuming that help you have more endurance, or last longer? Like, why? Why would you yeah. consume? Why would you consume it versus not consuming anything?
2: Right. I I do get a bit of a mental uplifted effect from it. Um, I really I, 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 I just want to say it. It's it's getting high, but in the same way. I, I'm I'm excited to talk about this because it's the same way we're getting high on pre-workout supplements right. or our favorite music before the gym. Um, like, I'm a metalhead and I come from, uh, you know, a world of athletes where everyone's all, <laughs> everyone's all full of something right. <laughs> as far as supplements and right. stuff like that. And it's, and that getting high, I think we need to take away the negative stigma from right. it and the negative connotation because it's it's simply just accessing a different mental state. Right. Um, you're using, whether it's caffeine or cannabis, you're using a tool to access a different state. So that's what I'm doing is, you know, when I'm, you know, tugging on the vape pen or, or a joint or whatever, um, it's usually with my coffee in hand and that's that's my pre-workout. And I'm, I'm trying to... Um, yeah, I'm trying to get high and trying to get elevated in a sense that, uh, everything's just dialed up a notch. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like the sweet skunk from eyes It's a very, uh, very up strain. It doesn't seem to, to make me, um, sedated mm-hmm. like a lot of other strains would. So it seems to get, uh, get me inspired, get me energized, more of a mental energized than, than physical. I, you know, I, I don't think there's any cannabis that's really going to make you physically energized. I haven't experienced that yet. Right. Um, may, maybe I, maybe some would disagree with that, um, but it definitely gets my head buzzing in a positive way and uplifts my mood.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I think our physical energy comes from our mental e- Absolutely. <laughs> energy. Absolutely. And, and I guess just to play off how you consume pre-workout, you know, like... Um, to show how different my consumption might be, and I'm a really regular cannabis consumer, but such a light consumer. Um, So for me, before a workout, I'm much more likely to spray a sublingual spray Mm -hmm. under my tongue or oil drops that are a 25 to one CBD to THC ratio. And so in consuming the the resin that you're talking about, in one intake, do you feel like how many milligrams of THC do you feel like you might be getting from that? Ooh, I don't
2: know. That's just like rain yeah, ball, ballpark
1: maybe like forty to fifty milligrams.
2: I really don't know. Like I want to say it's probably eighty percent THC product, right? Because um, it's so clear and it's it's BHO, so probably even more. Yeah. Um, Yeah, really, really could be fifty milligrams. I'm sure, and um, but in in an edible form, I'd be no stranger to that either.
1: Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. and see, I think there's like everybody has a very different different. different, um, tolerance or ability or or experience with with cannabis. Um, So I think it's really interesting to like point out these massive differences between you and I because that for me, like would just, you know, i get some anxiety even thinking about it. Yeah. Though I would love to try the product in like a, a micro micro dosage exactly. And maybe get five milligrams if possible.
2: And that's what they say, the difference between a medicine and a poison is dosage. <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah. um, that that doesn't necessarily mean it's the product that would push you over the edge but just so it's, it's policy, yeah. right? Yes. For
1: me, it's always been in my, in my life the, the difference between a positive and a negative experience with cannabis has been in the quantity. And so in this sub, a sublingual spray or oil drops that I might use before a workout, often before I go running, uh, when I do well, one or two sprays, so I usually would do maybe between two and four sprays, depending on the time of day of this run. Um, okay. If it's in the morning, I'd probably have one to one or two. If it's okay. in the evening, I'd have more. because. Even in a 25-to-1 CBD to THC sublingual spray where one spray might get me 5 milligrams of CBD and maybe 0. 0.5 milligrams yeah. of THC, I might even still feel that THC. Wow,
0: wow. Yeah,
1: and not in a, not in a, a bad way. Like when I yep. feel a really small amount of THC, it's usually I've forgotten that I've consumed it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be late, It'll be maybe 30, 30 minutes, an hour later in a, as a sublingual or even earlier I would sort of have this sort of like creative or interesting thought or just feel a little bit lighter mm-hmm. and, and then in that moment remember that there was some THC in right. something that I consumed right. and I have even felt that from just CBD alone yeah, um, yeah for sure so, so there I think that's where <laughs> that's where the tolerance and the consumption amount is yeah. is, is so different yeah. yeah and I would say the other way I often consume cannabis pre-workout so if we just talk about our pre-workout consumption would be before I go for a run or even go into a boot camp, I would put a cannabis topical on my hips, knees Mm, and ankles, especially when running, I'll apply a cannabis topical to my knees. If I don't do that and then I go road running, I prefer to trail run, but sometimes I'm almost urban force to road run mm-hmm. <laughs> if I yeah I'll get really sore knees and hip I mean that's that's some body alignment that I'm work, working through where that pain is coming from but that makes a massive difference for me yeah. on a run yeah. do, do you ever use to topicals before that may be a pre sometimes um,
2: yeah if I've got a particular injury that I'm that I'm dealing with and and I need to still train on it or still use that that muscle or joint um, for pre I really like the ones that are tingly or warming and stuff like that so I
1: usually have some added menthol or yeah, yeah
2: yeah that stuff so um, I haven't used topicals in a little while but there was a really great um, product out of uh, green green therapies I think out of Vernon and uh, they had like an icy hot that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. yeah I haven't I'm not caught up with all the um, all different topicals on the market right now whether that be the gray space or or what uh, who knows what's available in the legal space but uh, yeah I need to I need to get back into what's on the market there and try some stuff out
1: yeah I mean I, I think yeah, you know, it's an opportunity to learn how to make our own topicals as well. Absolutely. I think like that—that's yeah. sort of an interesting market that's popping up. Um, uh, but yeah, I have some topical products from the unregulated market in Canada, so I'm looking forward to what we see uh, over the next year as yeah. far as re- you know, legal cannabis topicals. Yeah. So.
2: I was just down in Seattle, and saw some really neat topical products down there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's been a few times where I've, like the main uh, cannabis topical that I have is a salve, uh, and I also really like a balm that I have that uh, I usually can get rub it in like a massage into mm-hmm. into, my, into my thighs and my lower back, uh, but I, I use that, so pre-workout I'll put that on my joints and hips, post-workout I'll apply that to my hamstrings, my quads, Maybe my butt.
2: Nice, yeah.
1: Uh, and there's been a few times where I was much less sore the next day, yeah. and it was probably in combination with a topical and also a microdose of an edible. Um, so I think that sort of leads into what would you? What would be one of the main ways that you use cannabis post workout?
2: Post workout, uh, my my uh, athletic. Uh, um, colleagues may, may very much disapprove, but I like to smoke a joint. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, that's just my favorite. I like it. Um, however, in, in recent weeks, I have been trying to cut down my, my smoking. Um, significantly unless I can get something really something really nice, some organically grown product where I know where it came from. Um, I, I'm not smoking joints anymore, but classically that's been what I do just because I've, I've got a few rolled up in the car and I've got, the, just like a, on the way there I've got the coffee in one hand and the vape pen in the other, then on the way home it's the protein shake in one hand and the, um, the big joints in the other and yeah, I seem to get a much more full effect from flour, I'm, I'm gonna shop for a flower vaporizer now. Um, so post-workout for more of a full body, full-spectrum feel, I very much enjoy flour. Um, I've got all sorts of great concentrates um, that I've got access to, but when I, when I really wanna relax and, and feel it in my body, they, they just aren't the same. Um, so I, I like some high-potency flour I think I always like having CBD in my system. Um, whether it's some CBD in the pre-workout or the post-workout is is, is kind of irrelevant. A, a I'm I'm just kind of pro CBD always. But uh, post training, I, I really like a, a high dose of THC. As someone with uh, Crohn's disease, I already struggle with appetite significantly, so. One of my biggest challenges with training is actually eating enough to support the training. Mm. Uh, for me, the, the training is the easy part. And then I just want to go and do stuff and run around all day and not sit down and eat. So that's where cannabis comes in. It, it slows me down. It it helps shift my tone a little bit. So I'm I'm calmer. I'm, I'm more grounded. And... Um, quite often forgetful in a good way, where I'm not so focused on all the things I need to get done or the things I'm not getting done. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll smoke a joint on the way home. I, I do like getting a edible in in my system as quickly as I can, uh, just because great opportunity to have it on an empty stomach after training, and it'll kick in. The edibles seem to really help my appetite, so the joints kind of just something quick to help cool me down from the workout. And uh, then an edible, that's where I'll go for something maybe a little bit sweeter. There were some really nice uh, sodas down in Seattle that I noticed. And not, like, not sodas, but uh, infused sparkling waters and things like that. So, you know, you're thirsty after training, knock that back. Um, it was great. So, yeah. And, you know, post-training, a little bit of sugar's okay. So uh, that's not a bad chance for, uh, you know, whether it's a cookie or chocolate. I make some, some healthy raw chocolates. And... That's kind of what I like.
1: Do you feel like a drink kicks in a lot faster than yes. an eaten edible? Because that's been my experience. Yes. What would be your dosage? Like how much milligrams would you want to consume in a drink if it was right after a workout? Because right. b- because for me, I'm really careful with edibles, both the quantity, but also what time of the day I'm consuming them. I'm very rarely an edible before more than... You know, I'll only do it within maybe two hours days of over. bedtime.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, well, the, the sodas, they're, all their products are capped at 100 milligrams. But just for everyone's reference, as a medical patient, I do consume 500 to 600 milligrams before bed every night. So 100 milligram soda was no big deal. I, I certainly felt it, but that was a nice dose for me. If I were making my own edibles, I'd, I'd probably immediately post-training reach for 50 to 100 milligrams, over 200 is where I'm, I am getting impaired, for sure. Um, now, for someone, a rookie, if, if it was for the purpose of sedation and you were at home, I would start with 5 to 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, again, consumption being so different, it sounds like in over the course of a day would you maybe be consuming in the range of 200, 250 milligrams of THC? Yep. That would be normal? Yeah. Yeah, so like for me, an an edible uh, in the evening... Um, my sort of where I try and cap myself is at 5 milligrams. I'm a little bit more sweet point around 2.5.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like I said, I don't even feel like 1 mm-hmm. or 1.5. I love that you keep track
2: of all this. <laughs> more people need to do that. So, you know, journal, know what you're taking and, and how it affects you, and then you can go back.
1: I just love cannabis math. If there's ever been a reason to <laughs> awesome. stay in school, kids, it's, Excellent. it's to... To get down your cannabis, <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get quick at like calculating how many milligrams are in oil drops and sublingual sprays, but yeah. So after a workout, um, you know, you'll turn to a joint usually or vaping. I do find similarly, I'll uh, vaporize a cannabis flower. I like vaporizing because you can taste... I feel like you can taste the flavors of the cannabis strain a lot more. Uh, but I do tend to agree that sometimes. Nothing can replace smoking a joint, yeah. smoking a flower. So <laughs> yeah. while I definitely uh, minimize my smoking, uh, I do occasionally get a craving for it, and I feel like it's usually at more of a my body is maybe gone a little bit past that point of stress physically or mentally, right. and it wants sort of like the fastest, most pure form yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then I can definitely, with these new products on the market, I think the first joint that I smoked on legalization day um, was a blueberry, uh, an organic blueberry bread by Whistler Medical. Oh, beautiful. And it just was so smooth and it tasted so good. Uh, and then I think a little bit later I smoked a joint that was only f- that was $4.20 and I could taste the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, as far as recovering after a workout, um, I think vaporizing for me for relaxation in the evening. Um, but for recovery, an edible uh, is really or a tincture mm-hmm. in the evening mm-hmm. is really for me uh, the best way to, to really feel my full body recovery the next day like if I consume a certain when I get to that sweet spot with my edibles um, I can actually feel it buzzing through my body have you ever experienced that we can actually feel the THC buzzing throughout your body
2: yeah for sure Um, I I would say a lot less so now that I have such a high tolerance after years of a medical user but I am familiar with that that phenomena or that feeling for Mm. sure
1: and um, wrapping this up soon what would be your suggestion for anyone thinking of incorporating cannabis in their fitness routine for the first time?
2: The biggest thing I I think the first thing people tell you is go low and go slow and and that's that would be my number two advice. But my first advice is know what you're taking and and write it down. Um, you you can't yeah you can have too much and you can have an uncomfortable experience but if you're not tracking where it came from what it is and what's in it you're you're not gonna have much um, success in in figuring out where to go from there um, so be be really judicious about how you choose your cannabis ask questions like who grew it how was it grown and make sure it's it's clearly labeled with what's in it and then journal journal journal. Um, beyond that um, low potency stuff like I would absolutely keep things under five milligrams if you're a never ever and that's more likely two and a half milligrams or less if you've never consumed before. And I would also highly encourage looking for CBD products. They don't need to be entirely CBD dominant, but one-to-ones, three-to-ones, things like that uh, may give you a bit more of a, a gentle experience while still getting to kind of shake hands with the THC. And other than journaling, it's it's really just uh, see what works for you. Try it and... One other thing I really want to drill into people is is don't give up if it doesn't work out the first time or if you don't have the results you were hoping for, try something else or try a different product. If it was an inhaled product, maybe try an edible or, or vice versa. Um, there, I really do believe there's something out there for everyone if you just put in the time to to figure out what works for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Great tips. And I definitely agree on the CBD. I think it's a great introductory product, especially for anyone who hasn't really consumed cannabis much before, other than maybe smoking a joint or a bong. Uh, CBD is a great way to introduce cannabis into a a fitness routine. So, Elaine, thanks so much for chatting cannabis and fitness with me today. Maybe we can finish up by how... Can someone learn more about what you're doing specifically? You do actually train and coach people yeah. as well and help and, and teach a few different things in the cannabis space. Uh, how can people reach out and get yeah. in touch with
2: you? Well, them? I am terrible at marketing marketing myself. So right now, however, I am very current on Instagram. I, I try to post daily. So if you find me at lane.britnell, that's just L-A-N-E dot B-R-I-T-N-E-L-L search me up on Instagram and you can usually see what I'm up to moving forward uh, you can check out my, my website fexterncannabis.com. that's F-E-X-T-E-R-N I, I work as a cultivation consultant on building living soil and Growing Organic Cannabis, and I'll post any events on that website as well as through my social media channels.
1: Mm-hmm. And you also do a cannabinoid therapy for athletes workshop. i uh, have done that a couple of times with Plan yes. Freedom.
2: Yeah, yeah so um, I don't have any workshops scheduled uh, in the coming weeks, but uh, that is something I very much enjoy working with athletes and... Uh, and speaking on is the potentials of cannabinoid therapy for athletes as a recovery and performance tool.
1: Awesome. I've been blogging on freedom.com. I've been reviewing the different products that I've been consuming it's in fun. my fitness routine. So I just, um, there's a post up about, actually about the a CBD sublingual spray by Hydropothecary that uh, I regularly consume before running. Uh, so check out com for some of those uh, reviews. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Bethany
0: Ray and Lane Brittnell talking cannabis for fitness. Thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed that show. Once again, a big thank you to Bethany Ray of Flower and Freedom and Lane Britnell for coming on to the show. Their details can be found in the show notes along with any of their social media handles. As always, if you like what you heard and if you're keen on hearing more of my carefully crafted intros and outros, please take a moment to leave us a review. You're going to go into the draw to win some great prizes from the Herb Life magazine. Sessions is committed to broadening the cannabis conversations by highlighting the women working in the industry. Each episode, we have a new set of hosts discussing contemporary cannabis issues, giving you a direct line into the evolving cannabis landscape. Don't miss out on the next Sessions episode and subscribe now. Sessions by Herb Life is a production of Blue Dream Media, produced by Tiana Matliowski and executive producer Jill Pollard.